All right, I'm in my room now and having my first uh, Don Julio. That's me, Jane Wells, recording myself on a cell phone getting drunk by myself in a hotel room in Las Vegas. It's not what you think. Welcome to this week's Strange Success, the CNBC podcast following the weird journeys behind bizarre businesses which turn people into millionaires. Sometimes they solve problems we thought were unsolvable. Hi. Hello. I'm Jane. Hey, Jane. Dr. Burke. Like the business created by a doctor driving the bus I just stepped onto, which travels around Las Vegas curing hangovers. You know, hangovers have plagued mankind for about 8,000 years. And now there was actually a cure. That's Dr. Jason Burke, CEO of Hangover Heaven. And before we even get to the story of how he created a cure for too many cocktails, I decided to put that cure to the test. Hence, the hotel room drink fest. Ray Posado figured I would have straight tequila, fewer calories. No need for all the calories of margarita mix. I was trying to get really drunk to trigger an awful hangover, and frankly, it doesn't take as much as it used to. But just to be sure, I had two glasses of wine with dinner at the Wynn Resort where I was staying before retiring to my room for four shots of my favorite poison, tequila. I love it. (coughs) It does not always love me back. I should tell you that before I tied one on, I had to seek permission from the CNBC legal department, the HR department, and even the staff physicians for our parent company, Comcast. We discussed whether I should even be allowed to get drunk for a story, and if yes, how and where. This was, frankly, a discussion no one involved had ever had before. I mean, it's one thing to be blotto on your own time, but to overindulge on company time for a company story? From a corporate standpoint, there was a lot of downside. But it was finally decided that, yeah, I could go ahead and get drunk, but the deed should be completed in my hotel room, not down at the bar. They also wanted a female producer to be with me, I guess to make sure I didn't hurt myself. But she missed her flight to Las Vegas, so I proceeded alone. Don't tell anyone. Okay. I think I've done enough. After the wine and the tequila, I made this final five-second recording which I don't even remember doing. Good night. Mission accomplished. A few hours later, the sun rose. Hey, Jane. Hi. The camera crew came to my hotel room to fetch me. (coughs) Yeah, sorry, the bus took a while. They were taking me to Dr. Burke's Hangover Heaven bus parked outside the hotel. It was a little bit of a walk of shame. I honestly do not even remember going to bed. So what happened on the bus? That'll have to wait. Because whose crazy idea was this hangover business anyway? It is a field that I'm trying to own. I mean, we are the world's authority on hangovers. Dr. Jason Burke is an anesthesiologist and graduate of Duke University's medical school. There's a lot of Duke blue in the hangover bus. He started the company in 2011 in Las Vegas, where he had moved for work. He noticed that when patients were recovering from surgery, they had symptoms similar to a hangover, headache, nausea, fuzziness. He saw the effective treatments they received post-op and figured that maybe they would work post-party. 
You were the first guinea pig, right? Yes, I was patient zero. <laughs> I mean, there's a long history of physicians trying different treatments out on themselves. Um, Dr. August Beer, uh, B-I-E-R, not B-E-E-R, who was actually a surgeon back in the early 1900s, did the first spinal anesthetic. Uh, he and his assistant performed the first spinal anesthetics on themselves with cocaine, which is actually a local anesthetic. And uh, so, yeah, I tried it first on myself. Uh, I was at home, I had two small children, we had been out at a big wine dinner the night before, and I uh, had just an epic hangover. Woke up feeling just absolutely horrible. My ex-wife then at the time uh, had to go to work, and I had the supplies at home. Uh, we had gotten them from her medical clinic, and uh, put the IV in, and um, it was like, wow, this is amazing. And uh, I didn't realize it would work that well. He was back to his old self in under an hour, and an idea was born. Well, I looked around. No one had done a hangover clinic before. Sure, there were some people out there running around with a bag of saline, you know, some of them just doing it for free for their friends and family. Other people were charging people for a bag of saline. But for someone that's in Vegas that's over 30 who's drinking the way people do in Las Vegas, a bag of saline is not going to cure the problem. This was not the first time Dr. Jason Burke had started a business. I actually had a candy business. The margins on it were excellent. He started young in junior high. When you could buy like a thing of Starburst for like, back then it was like 10 cents, and people would pay a quarter for each piece. I had this bag that I'd show up with at school and you'd be selling all this candy, and then the principal found out and then it was over. But I made about four or $500 on that and you know, just a couple weeks, it was fantastic. It was great, I had like a 500% margin on that. It was awesome. <laughs> and then I had a lawn mowing business, car detailing business. And I like working for myself, so I don't take orders well. That streak continued well past medical school. Even while practicing anesthesiology, Jason Burke began side businesses aimed at doctors. Uh, I started an online review board for uh, traveling medical work. Then I started an online job board for physicians. I uh, started a surgery center as well. The job board was just starting to make money. The review site totally bombed. Getting doctors to cooperate is like trying to herd cats. <laughs> complicated. <laughs> because you all know so much. You know best. Right. We're, we're brilliant, all of us, and everything. This hangover cure thing, though, was different. Dr. Burke felt this might finally be a winner, especially in Las Vegas. Meantime, how is my personal hangover treatment going? How are you? Doing great. Good, good. How about yourself? Uh, I've been better. Uh, we hear that a lot. Back on the bus the morning of my hangover, Dr. Burke asks me about my symptoms. Pretty bad headache and sick to my stomach. Oh, okay. Have you actually thrown up? I think I might have. Um, <laughs> okay. I, uh, last night, I don't, there's no evidence. All right. But I think I did that, I think, maybe. Folks, I'm not making any of this up. How would you rate your headache today? Uh, seven, uh, seven, okay. seven plus. That's Darren Cohen, Dr. Burke's partner, and I'll have more on him later. He gathers information about my current state on a scale of zero to 10, 10 being bad. Overall feeling? Overall. Uh, zero being? Fine. Oh, Perfect. Uh, eight. eight. Yeah. All right. I feel like, you know, poo. They take my vitals. You guys have any coffee? And soon Dr. Burke prepares to hook me up to not one, but two IV bags filled with his own proprietary cure. I hate needles, by the way. Knowing that people hate needles, 
He opens up a package of tiny little pediatric catheters, which he uses as needles, and I hardly feel it during insertion. I'm being treated with Hangover Heaven's premium package called the Rapture Treatment, $259, which CNBC paid for, by the way, no freebies. It consists of two IV bags filled with B vitamins, vitamin C, ibuprofen, anti-nausea medicine, fluid, and a bunch of stuff I've never heard of, like I think it's called glutathione. Does anything help you recover memory? Uh, memory, no. I mean, I tell people we can cure the hangover, but we can't get rid of the regret. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Especially okay. if it's online. We'll laugh later. Contrary to popular opinion, a hangover is much more than dehydration. It's oxidative stress, which is caused by free radicals. I think a lot of people have heard about that. The solution for that is antioxidants. Second other big cause is inflammation. And then a distant third cause is dehydration. The idea of doing all of this on a bus came to Dr. Burke just as he was preparing to give up on the whole concept. He tried to rent a storefront near the Hard Rock, but it was going to be very expensive. They wanted me to personally guarantee the lease for five years. There was about $150,000 of tenant improvements that would be involved. So I would have been on the hook for about $600,000 if the thing didn't work out. It's a lot of money, even as an anesthesiologist. <laughs> and I had actually dissolved the business. I'd send in the paperwork to the Secretary of State along with the 75 bucks to pay them to dissolve the business. Just like it's over, hangover heaven's dissolved, I'm going to find something else to do. And then I was sitting around one day and I thought, there's two big headaches with this business that people have to get over. Two hurdles to utilizing the service. Number one is the IV, and number two is leaving their hotel room. And I thought, let's just treat them on the transportation. Which led to the hangover heaven bus. How great, very nice. It's a really big bus. So I looked around at different options. I looked at some blood mobiles, but you can only treat maybe two people at a time on that thing. Then I looked at like some 30 passenger shuttle vehicles. Uh, they rode really rough. They're basically a truck with basically a box bolted to the truck bed. And when people are hung over, rocking and rolling on that was not gonna work out well. So I said, that ain't gonna work. And, uh, and then I got on eBay, I'm an avid eBayer, and, uh, and was looking around and up popped these tour buses. And I was like, wow, they got a lounge, they got bunk beds, they got a bathroom, some had a kitchen, and, uh, and they were huge. And I was like, that has the presence. I can treat 10, 15 people at a time on that. He found the bus he wanted online in November 2011. Whose bus was it? Can you tell me? They were actually a, a, a Christian gospel group. Wow. Called the Bean Family. How yes. ironic that yes. now it's hangover heaven. <laughs> yeah, a little different mission now. Saving souls, just <laughs> in a different method. <laughs> uh, I bought the bus for 60 grand, and then I put about another $100,000 into it. He had to put in medical equipment and all new wiring to make sure that all five air conditioners would work in Las Vegas on those days when the heat outside is well over 100 degrees. I was actually had to sell my Ferrari to pay for the bus. That was painful. I'm sorry. Very painful. I'm so sorry. Yeah, people yes, shed lots of tears about that. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Burke started taking paying customers in April 2012, charging on average $225 per treatment, closer to $300 if he had to send a team to your hotel room. Hangover Heaven was an instant hit with the media, and soon he decided he needed a partner to help run and grow the enterprise. So Jason Burke, MD, turned to his good friend and godfather to his children, Darren Cohen, P. 
PhD from Dartmouth. My PhD is in cell biology. I specialized in protein purification and characterization. What? Dr. Cohen, PhD, used to work at Genentech, where he learned to do process development and optimization. He started a consulting company for best practices in pharmaceutical manufacturing and packaging. And this guy is going to help his doctor buddy start a hangover business in Las Vegas? When hangover happened started, I was actually in Sri Lanka. And uh, Dr. Burke called me on Skype. And he said, I just spoke to so-and-so from so-and-so network. I was like, really? <laughs> and uh, it, it was crazy because literally overnight, it went from you know, him puddling around on the bus to interviews with all the major networks, radio shows, and all those things. Um, it was a very exciting time, but I think that uh, it presented a number of challenges, you know, kind of going from zero to 60 while you're still putting tires on and XYZ. So I knew what I could bring to bear. I did a gap analysis on the business before I came in. Gap is an analysis of the true or potential profit and loss of a company using generally accepted accounting principles. And kind of felt that, yeah, the, the market potential for this is well worth the risk. So Cohen came on board to make sure the business had the right practices. I had to talk to the Department of Health, the Medical Board, and the Nevada Department of Transportation. Jason Burke was told by the Transportation Department that he needed a special certificate to use the bus commercially. State medical and health authorities classified the bus as a portable medical practice. There were a few bureaucratic hoops he had to drive a bus through. It wasn't too much of a headache. so. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the biggest gap was really around training. That's where Darren Cohen came in. My first job was actually at McDonald's, and I, I strongly urge any young person to get a job at McDonald's because they are focused on process. I still remember them saying QSC and V, quality, service, cleanliness, and value. That's the hallmark of McDonald's. You can go to McDonald's in Savannah, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Russia, and it's the same. And, and so I really brought that mindset to bear on, on Hangover Heaven so that, again, all of our customers have the same experience no matter who's treating them, or no matter if it's in the hotel room, on the bus, or in the clinic. They still get the same uh, excellent service. Since 2012, they have treated tens of thousands of hangover victims, many of them repeat customers. The company administered 8,000 treatments just in 2017, and at 225 bucks a pop on average, that's $1.8 million in revenues for one year just for hangover cures. They do other stuff, which I'll get to in a minute, but it was all started without any outside investment. Are you profitable? Yes. On an average weekend, Hangover Heaven might treat 100 people. Dr. Burke can accommodate up to a dozen on the bus at one time, so he did finally open up a brick-and-mortar storefront and a cheaper location west of the Strip to handle the overflow. Super Bowl weekend is always huge. It was probably close to 300 people. We went through probably about 600 liters of IV fluid that weekend. It's a lot. One of the other big misconceptions that we had when we launched was that we were going to be treating 22-year-old kids that drink most of their alcohol through a funnel. You know, that's not, that is exactly not who we're treating. Our average charge now is around $225 a patient, and that's just not within their budget. Uh, our clients tend to be very high-end, uh, well-educated. They're staying at the high-end hotels, Wynn, Encore, Palazzo, Cosmo. Any billionaires? Oh, yeah. 
Movie stars? Oh, yeah. Super sports stars? Oh, yes. Musicians? Mm -hmm. All the above. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happens at Hangover Heaven stays at Hangover Heaven. What about the criticism that you're enabling overindulgence? Yeah, there's been not so much lately, but when we first opened, a lot of that came at us that we were enab enabling binge drinking. When you look at the it was interesting. When you look at alcohol research, there's an enormous amount of research that's been done on the sort of sociology side or behavioral side of alcohol consumption. But then you look at the hangovers and there's maybe a hundred papers. When you look at the behavioral side, it actually shows that when people are binge drinking, they tend to drink their way out of their hangovers. Really? Yep. That's possible? Correct. I'm just stop. I'm stopping too soon is what you're telling me? Well, they'll go to sleep <laughs> and wake up with a bad hangover and they basically just start drinking again. And we've seen some of that where we go to treat the people and they have horrible hangovers and they're like, yeah, if it hadn't been for you guys, we would have just started drinking again. And so this is actually a healthier way to deal with it. His average male customer is 42 years old, the average female 35. And they're very busy during big conventions like the annual Adult Video Awards. I went with a group of people, uh, a treatment team, to, to treat some guests at uh, Hard Rock Hotel. And it happened to be a porno production company. And so it was a husband and wife, and uh, they had some of the actors, I guess, stars uh, with them. And they were in various states of dress. <laughs> I've never been around porno people before, and so that was <laughs> it was a little nerve-wracking. Welcome to Las Vegas. Where, yeah, where, where do you sit? Where you know? What do you touch? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so that was the first day, and so they called back the next day because again they're here for work and partying. Uh, and so when we arrived at the room, uh, I could look through the doorway, and there was a completely naked woman. She was getting dressed. And then I could see a bed, and there was a guy in the bed, and he had his arms around two people, and like the, the sheets were kind of just at the waist. And then there was another guy sitting on the other bed, and they just kind of thrown some underwear and came out and got treated. Yeah. So those, those are my, my, my two and most you're vivid. about this big. On the bus, they continue telling their war stories, and it's pretty clear they've seen it all during their hotel room visits. No names, of course. The new thing now is uh, anal butt ring tosses. Well, butt ring tosses. I'm going to let you Google that one. But on the bus, we're 20 minutes into my treatment. So about 20 minutes ago when we started, uh, your headache score was a 7 with 10 being the worst. Your nausea was an 8 and your overall hangover score was an 8 as well. Where do you think you are now? With the headache. With a headache, um, I would say like a, like a two. I remain seated on one of the plush couches lining the bus's central lounge. Look at this mirror. <laughs> Why do you have a mirror on the ceiling of your hangover bus? There's a Vegasy mirror in the ceiling looking down at me as I'm sitting there being treated. It's not my best look. But the mirror, or so-called ceiling medallion, provides spaces for Dr. Burke to hang multiple IVs. How did the, how did the casinos react at first, and how do they feel now about the bus? Oh, they were way, way, way shields up. Totally shields up. Oh, yeah. And uh, they wanted nothing to do with it. All they saw was risk. 
you know, like you got this bus, you know, there's a bunch of drunks on this bus, and in actuality, we don't treat drunk people, we treat hangovers. That's why our hours are 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. But that was their assumption, is that we were firing IVs into a bunch of, you know, people with blood alcohol level of 0.4, and, um, you know, blasting around in the Las Vegas Strip, and that people were gonna die left and right. And now? Now, they've actually been much more receptive. They've seen that we get their clients feeling well, get them back to their vacation. Uh, the clients are you know, much happier with their stay in Vegas because an epic hangover, especially if you're over 30, can wreck your entire weekend. The casinos realize that a happy, healthy guest is more likely to get out of a hotel room and get back to spending money. It's been amazing the number of people that have basically poached this idea and, uh, and are trying to, uh, they actually seem to think they're gonna try and put us out of business. It's been interesting. People routinely come in and, uh, and try and figure out exactly what we're giving, exactly how we're doing it. And uh, we'll go through all sorts of different contortions to basically figure out exactly what dosage of vitamins, antioxidants, and the different things that we're getting. So they can basically open up shop just right down the street. It's a proprietary cocktail, so to speak? To a certain degree, yes. I mean, and it's very frustrating that there are so few people in this country with original ideas. Finally, on the bus, the second IV bag has finished pushing fluids into my body 45 minutes after I walked on board in a very bad way. The nausea is gone, and I'm actually hungry, which I didn't think I would be ever again. It's true. I don't have a headache. I don't have anything. I'm tired but I'm energized. It's weird and amazing. One, two, three. Off goes the tape holding the tiny needle and out I go into the brilliant sunlight of a Las Vegas morning. Oh my gosh, I feel so much better. I think that when you look at uh, the pedigree that we bring to bear, uh, it says that this must be a very legitimate space. Uh, Las Vegas alone has over 40 million tourists who come here every year. Uh, Vegas has a reputation for being uh, a party place, also a business place. Alcohol seems to be an integral part of all of that. 75% uh, of people who are of drinking age know someone or have personally experienced hangovers. And so there's a really big market here. A market that's a lot bigger than Vegas. Now that they've conquered hangover treatments, Jason Burke, MD, and Darren Cohen, PhD, want to conquer hangover prevention. They've created a hangover heaven nutritional supplement to take before, during, or after a night of drinking, selling it on Amazon. And China is a growing market. The aha moment was when really the second version of the nutritional supplement came out, and I saw how effective it was. Uh, by the way, he's right. I tried the supplement also. I mean, you know, for research. And I said, this is something that I'm willing to take out, because the first version was good but the second version was way better. And we got it on Amazon and have been pushing it out into other markets. And I was like, now this is gonna do better than an anesthesiologist. While overall revenues for Hangover Heaven grew 15% last year, sales of the supplements grew 20%. Both Burke and Cohen expect the prevention business to eventually outperform the treatment business because they can reach more people with it over the internet. Finally, here is some business advice for startups from Dr. Jason Burke, physician, entrepreneur, hangover expert, and former Ferrari owner. Whatever your idea is, it's gonna take at least twice as much money, twice as much time, and twice as much work as you think it will. 
Uh, there are a lot of poachers out in the world that no matter how original th you think your idea is, people are going to rip it off and be prepared for it. Whether it's a hangover clinic, a blow-dry salon, a trampoline gym, people are going to rip it off and you have to make sure that you focus on your core business and do it right. It's, I uh, read a lot of Mark Cuban's uh, literature. That's Mark Cuban, you know, the billionaire, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Shark Tank guy, Trump critic, possible presidential candidate. And, uh, and one thing he talks about is you have to make sure you have your core business nailed down before you think about adding on new lines of business or expanding because they can be huge distractions and they can kill a business. But the reward? Oh, the reward is great. And there's a pride to owning your own business. It's an enormous amount of work uh, to take an idea from, you know, conception to product and really make that happen. You're going to be able to buy that Ferrari back? Oh, yeah. I might see if I can get my same car back because it was a nice car. Thanks for listening to this episode of Strange Success. I'm Jane Wells, and this CNBC podcast was written and produced by me with help from producers Candace Goldman, Janice Pettit, Ellen Egith, Jessica Ettinger, and Paul McNamara. Editing and mixing by Candace Goldman. If you want to see what I look like after two glasses of wine and four shots of tequila, and frankly, I'm not sure I even want to, see the video story we did on Hangover Heaven at CNBC.com forward slash strange hyphen success. We'll be back next week with another episode of Some Weird Idea, which has made its creator drunk with riches. And, What's uh, an epic hangover? How epic? Uh, the people that have thrown up 30 or 40 times. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How are they alive? Well, that's a good question. I may never drink again. Who am I kidding? <laughs>